Hi there, Katie Jones here and you're listening to the RTE OT podcast. Each week I'm going to be talking about a different aspect of the series and the plan to help you on your OT journey. Don't forget to send an email or a voice note to optranpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think. The OT 5k is finally upon us and that marks the one year anniversary of my OT adventure. It was an emotional day for me. I couldn't even imagine even walking a 5k two years ago so to even run it and even at a pace at 6 30, 30 minute pace or whatever I was so happy so yeah I'm so proud. So we just finished the 5k so we're just having a catch up with all the former leaders see how they got on and talk about the last year they've had. First up is Sarah who was heartbroken at last year's 5k when a last minute injury meant she couldn't run. I'm fantastic Katie I ran the whole thing uh, I got it done in 30 47 a little bit of you know, I, I a little bit trepidation through it. Half about halfway through, I really felt like I was struggling. Uh, in fairness, Podrick got me, kept me going, and uh, but I didn't stop once and got across the finish line. And I'm thrilled. I'm so, you know what? That makes me so happy. I'm so happy yeah. for you because remember last year when you did kind of like hit a little mm. hurdle. It was kind of disappointing for yourself, but to like do what you did today a year later, like I'm so proud of you, and you must be so happy for yourself, are you? Oh, I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm, I never felt like I got to finish my journey last mm. year because of the because of not being able to run the 5k, being barely able to walk it now, if I'm honest with you. Um, so this is the completion of my journey one year on and um, really felt like I, I could, I just couldn't stop. I didn't want to stop. I wanted to do it and say I'd done it and that's it. Um, please God, this is the start and I might even join the run series with you again last year. Yeah. Like That killed me last year. You were doing the run series and I never came up to them because I was so mortified that I couldn't even oh. run anymore. And I think... This is the 5K is going to spur me on back into yeah. those run series again and back into the kind of the running again. And it shows me I can do it. Yeah, which of course. Is, which, which is important. I think you need a goal. Yeah. You need a 5K goal. So this is it. You're here in the day. You have one shot to do it and go out and do it. And we can all walk, run, walk, run mm. till the cows come home. But we need to actually run out of 5K and prove to ourselves we can do it. And I'm so proud. I ha- it, that happened today. I'm, I'm just so. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so tough for you as well. Mm. But like, as you, we all remember, it, like, you're on a, some serious journey and you have to keep it going. Mm. And like myself as well, like, it's never going to end mm. and it's they're going to get bumps in the road. But you showed that you nothing ever stopped you and you kept going mm. and you got a brilliant time today. So you should be so proud of yourself. Delighted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have you on board. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Next up was my partner in crime, Stefano, who has managed to stay off the cigarettes. How, to, how amazing was today? Like, from what's been leaders last year to now, like, the oh experience God. has been amazing, hasn't it? To be back here today is just like, incredible. Mm. Um, even, it's not even about time. It's yeah. not about anything. Everyone has their own little thing, what they want to have their time, they have their goals, whatever. But like, for me to do it last year was like, just an achievement. And to be back here again this year doing it is like, yeah. even bigger achievement. And just here to support all the guys and like, obviously all my fellow leaders. And just, yeah. just amazing atmosphere is just incredible. It, re- it really is. Like, I suppose we haven't stopped smiling, have we not? Like, no. it's been such a lovely buzz. And yeah. we've had so much fun. Like, last year we were probably the leaders and it was more nerve wracking for us. We've really enjoyed it today, haven't well, we? Well, yeah, like last year we were up in heat. Like, your stomach was up yeah. in heat. You were just so nervous. Like, and this year it was just like, Butterflies of excitement just yeah. to take part in and just be here again. Yeah, no, it really has. And how has life been for you? Still off cigarettes? Still off the cigarettes. I'm so proud That's of you the for that. one question everyone's asking, is he still off the fags? And I am. <laughs> I can only imagine, but people are just so interested and they want yeah. you to do well, isn't it? Yeah. It is hard. Like, you have days where, like, you'd probably, like, want one or, but, mm. like, for me now, I can't even bear the smell of them. So has life been different for you since OT last year? 
Yeah, like um, in, this, in the aspects of life, like mental health wise, yeah. everything is going great. Like, Brilliant. Someone who suffered a lot of anxiety, like as you see, I'm here today, 5,000 people. Um, so I brought myself here today and it's just like, it's great. Do you know what I mean? So like every day you have a good day, you have a bad day, but you have the tools to get through it. Yeah, and like it's so nice to be here and support with leaders. Like oh, we've brilliant. gone on a journey with them. I feel like I say, I say we feel like big, big sisters and big brothers to them. We want them yeah, to do well. But like it. you've really linked in with Marie, haven't you? Yeah, Marie is a little superstar. So she is. Um, from day one, like when Marie got accepted for Operation Transformation, like she reached out to me and she reached out to me throughout my time on OT as well. And we just really clicked, like, mm. and it was great to be there this year for her to show her the support and get her through the week and give her like some knowledge of what I picked up. <laughs> yeah, no, and I suppose same area as well. Yeah. So the support really came yeah, in really. tribes, didn't it? Like, Savannah, honestly, yeah. it was so lovely to see you and have a catch up. Brilliant, and thank you so looking much. Looking forward to having a coffee later on. Kathleen was so fearless on the show, and we stayed such good friends ever since. And it was so nice to see her back in action as well. Delighted to be here, and my goodness, it was so much easier this year. Shocking, what a difference a year can make. It was life life changing for us last year, wasn't it? To be back here again, to see oh. the leaders and see ourselves kind of how life is so different but so good. I know. How this are you? Great altogether. Um, I've had a fantastic year since. I suppose this time last year, I when I did the run, I suppose like I was saying to you earlier on there, I'd had three biopsies done the Wednesday mm. on my left breast and um, a pin inserted. So that kind of took it. Yeah. a little bit from the whole thing and it kind of took the, the joy out of doing it as much because you were waiting for the results thank god the results were all clear and everything but um, my goodness this year has been amazing I've taken up yoga Love I'm it. out walking every day loving the fresh air and I said, for not such a bendy person, I've become much more bendable. I love and, it. Uh, enjoying life to the full. What, what I love about you, Kathleen, is like you just came up and you walked every single race. You never like didn't want to come up and run or walk. You always just came up and showed the support for us as well. Like, oh you yeah, were so good. And you know the thing about it is, is that as a walker, and there's lots of walkers out there, come out and enjoy walking. Yeah. There is no need to run to be healthy. You don't have to run to be healthy. And I don't have great knees from years of horse riding. And a lot of people have their own reasons why. And being honest with you, you can get your cardiac help just from walking. And it's super duper and get oh. out and do it. You look so good, Kathleen, and your hair oh. is glowing. <laughs> but what's, li what's life like since last year? Like, what has changed for you? I suppose what's really changed is freedom. Mm. Freedom in my own body. Freedom, I came to the show um, because of being menopausal, because of suffering with stress incontinence. And I suppose that aspect of my life, thank God, I don't have that issue anymore, which has been thankful to the fantastic physio it, that yeah. I attended. And I suppose the freedom then, the freedom of going out, knowing that just because I'm during menopause, it's not the end and it's not a reason to say no to anything. Yeah. Get out, do it. To any woman at the moment going through menopause, go out, do it. That's yeah. all I can say. Love it. You're so inspirational, like so many people like link in and like everyone asks me like, how's Kathleen doing? Like you've left a really big mark on people. I'm so proud of you. So proud oh, to have you as a friend as and well. And thank you so much, Katie and sure we've been on to each other constantly. Yeah. <laughs> we've always kept in contact, which is so well, lovely. And I think that's the most yeah. important thing to yeah. do. We'll never know? get this experience back, but we can only gain from it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Very lovely, true. Lovely to have you on Oh, thanks, thanks so much. much. Thank you. Finally, you too, superfan John, who stole the nation's heart and kept up the running. John, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Good now. How are you? Uh, lovely to see you today. How was your run? Great. Yeah. We've done well now. So we did, yeah. What did you get in? Even though time isn't ending, but I'd like to know. No, time is not a whole lot. I, I don't really go. 28-12. John, that is incredible. 28-12, yeah. yeah. oh, Look at the smile on your face. You're tough, yeah. are you? I am. Yeah. I am because yeah. uh, I've only done two runs in the last six weeks. 
so I'm here. Yeah. So but the show is so, like you have to show, this day. If you do the work mm. through the course of the 12 months, it's there for you. Like, you yeah, know, no, I'm so proud of you. Cause oh, like, I'm delighted. Like, yeah, I really want to stop training, but I didn't get it, but next time. I hate hearing people because straight away what you do is you put pressure on yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't, you know, I, no. The whole thing is about crossing that line. That's yeah. the whole thing. Whether you do it in five minutes or one hour, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. When you cross that line, that's when you know you've achieved something. That's true. And that's what matters. Like. It's so different being back this year as former leaders, isn't it? Like, I feel like it's more emotional in a way, isn't it? Or do you I, find it no, okay? No, this is funny now, because I wasn't one bit nervous really? until I stood over there and then they started getting a little bit of jittery. Really? And then when I stood at the, at the um, start line, yeah. and I just, I, I kind of said, oh God, how is this going to go? Like, you know <laughs> yeah. I mean? And then it's, amazing. It, it, it's it's funny, you're going around and you're, you, you know, you do struggle. I struggle some parts of it. And somebody will come up to say, oh, well done, John. And straight yeah. away, your emotions get back up again and yeah. you go for it. And it's funny because as I, the, the, the straight as you call it, Yeah. The song came on YouTube when I look at the world, and oh. that hey, hey, I, my Spotify now is yeah. just it's shuffled, and uh. it's, it, it was it was as if the gods were looking down on me, and and I just it, that just brought me to a different level, and I just that's amazing because like that song that actually that's really my got song you going. that's yeah. my song like you know what I mean yeah. and I just have it on shuffle and it's just, it just as I came around the corner into the street it came on it was just as if someone was looking at that's, me like, you know yeah me? I think and it was meant to be then yeah way, wasn't I, it, like? I think it was yeah and that, and then and that, but it was great to cross mm. the line with Nathan and Michaela I was going to ask did you run with your kids this year yeah, it was that's brilliant. amazing absolutely brilliant Michaela oh. didn't now do do the whole lot because she's suffering from asthma and she never brought okay. her but in fairness to her yeah. she came down and she came up the last kilometer with me ah that makes so and powerful, that was, isn't it? you know, to cross that line with your son and your daughter beside you. Uh, and after the year you've had, like, talk yeah. to me about that last year. Like, it's been life changing. We did do the race series. That was like yeah. next level, wasn't it? I think the secret is to find something after the operation transformation 5K. It doesn't matter. They can be only five. It doesn't, they don't have to be at and be. But it's something that will focus you and drive you on. And we, you know, we done we we done the three races. Yeah, like, that really helped and me that, keep accountable. That, that, that was brilliant to us because that will bring you right up into September. Mm. And if you do something small in yourself in between September and November, you're you're back into the OT 5K. Yeah. And I think that's the secret. Yeah. And if I had any advice for any of the leaders this year, is you know find themselves something to do gradually over the course of six months, mm. and that'll keep them focused. Keep them going. Yeah. John, it was so lovely to catch up with you and Thank you're you smashing much. it and I'll see you at the next race. Yeah, brilliant. Well done, Kate. Well done, John. Fair play to you. Thanks a All right. Yeah. Well done. To finish out the series, I spoke to Dr. Eddie Murphy one last time about the emotional journeys of this year's leaders. The different leaders have had different, uh, I suppose, mental and emotional psychological journeys. And it's always a privilege, I think, being a psychologist in Operation Transformation. Psychology is quite... Um, uh, a hidden thing really like people come to psychology and counseling and what goes on behind the door is very uh private naturally um yeah but really it's a helpful conversation and then for our leaders they invite the cameras into this help this conversation this private conversation yeah. and by doing that they're great ambassadors towards mental health and well-being we're so incredibly privileged to be able to sit with them, but because of their openness and the fact that it's on television, then we're able to talk about lots of different things like self-esteem, health anxiety, panic attacks, uh, self-acceptance, uh, all these different areas. And when people bring us into that area, then when maybe when we're working some through some of the tools and the, uh, just the witnessing and the listening and supporting people to get from that A to B, and create maybe a little bit of momentum 
that uh, others can do that as well in terms of viewers. So, um, so for different leaders, so it's been very different. Marie, incredible leader, Marie, powerful. Marie is achondroplasia, which is a physical disability. She's got short stature. She's part. Uh, she's part of little people community, yeah. and in a way, Marie in, uh, probably had struggled around in the start. Struggled around self acceptance, and yeah. I suppose in life, self acceptance is is key. There was issues around self acceptance, and uh, and to certain limitations as well for Marie in terms of how she maybe viewed herself. And now, like, there's no limits. Marie is just on fire. She's, uh, uh, talks about self-acceptance in a much more open way, talks about um, wanting a family. She's seen her potentiality. She's more open. She's more accepting of herself. And of all the things in the world, that whole area of how we accept ourselves is the most powerful thing because if we don't accept ourselves and present ourselves to the world in sort of yeah. having a positive energy in inverted commas, it's all false. Having yeah. that, that, you can see Marie's glow coming out though to you guys. Her glow on her face, she's so happy in herself. Yeah, she's very contented. You know, see, I sort of happiness is something, Katie. I think I love I love happiness. I think it's a great thing, but we can't be happy all the time. You know, I think if we can be contented and then have great moments of happiness, I think that's called life, you know, because sometimes life will trip us up and, you know, give us challenges. And so I think the aim for contentment and peace is uh, is something that I think is um, more more achievable in a way. And then with those moments of happiness can be really powerful. So for Marie... The, the inner journey, I think, is around self-acceptance. I mean, hugely, like, uh, her risk was, um, you know, her weight increased. She would have gone into uh, mobility scooters, not being able to have the child that she wants to have her children. Um, now she's in a really good momentum. She has a, a bicycle, specialist bicycle for her. She's learned to swim. Yeah. Um, which really... The swimming to me is was letting go of fear and letting go of other parts of her life. Very symbolic, I think, the swim, her swimming. Oh, it's beautiful and, to watch uh, that. Yeah, it's really powerful, uh, and she lovely relationship with her mom, and she wants to give back, and she's a lot of love to give. So Marie's journey it was from moving from uh, moving towards self acceptance. What a powerful story. And also when she was on the Late Late Show, she said she had never gone out in Dublin and she recently went out in Dublin. So that was such a huge kind of change for Marie, I suppose, going out in Dublin, a busy town. Yeah, so that was really about her fears and about the perception. Yeah. And she was very concerned about what people thought about her. Uh, people had been quite cruel. And uh, but I think there's a bit more resilience there and that raw resilience is able to... Uh, go out and engage and not be concerned about what people are thinking about her that she yeah. I am who I am this yeah. is me that's Marie's love that part. yeah I love this that me. so I love it then we're moving to Thomas Thomas um, Thomas interesting obviously we know Thomas have, uh, had a significant heart attack mm -hmm. he was uh, in an ambulance he 
went he, a couple of years. He was really managed his uh, managed himself very well, and then he, he would say he let himself slip. And mm-hmm. he saw his son uh, dancing in a bar in Lanzarote, and he, he said, "Imagine my life. Look at him. If what his life would have been like if I had died when I had the heart attack." So it was a wake up call, and in the way maybe OT is a wake up call for many of us over every year to say we can get out and we can move more we can uh, uh, look at what we're in terms of more nutritional food and real food and Thomas very um, Thomas was really about putting himself and his back family life back into sync and what Thomas actually thinking about Thomas is very all our leaders fascinate but so Thomas is dyslexia, which meant that um, he's a business owner. He's very creative, quite entrepreneurial. He's very diligent. Um, yeah. And he's a great relationship with Eileen and his daughter and his son. And he just, so, but what we learned this week was actually Thomas needs to, he, he had great balance, but maybe Eileen didn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. So he's now, they're resyncing again. Of course, his sex life is having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> they're such a lovely couple, aren't they? Like, it's yeah. so nice that they're so open and honest. Yeah, no, that's a great honesty. You know, it's a great... Yeah, which is so nice. A lot of people can relate to that as well. It's fun as well. Like, I mean, in life, we need work, rest and play. And having them yeah. moments of fun, having fun can be really important because so I think some, for many people have forgotten about having fun in their life. And uh, yeah. having those moments of fun can be really powerful. Then... Um, for Andrea, Andrea came, obviously, Andrea is in a lovely relationship with Joe and it's lovely, lovely. kids. And, but she's, she was lost in a way. Yeah. Uh, grief and lost in grief in the uh, sad passing of Dylan and uh, four years ago. And the way Andrea's still, Andrea's like emerging, slow mm-hmm. emerging. The, the pace of change is slower, understandably, because the focus was about healing, growth, and uh, and that's where it is. And so her energy levels are just slowly building up and a slow realisation of uh, where she wants to be, that you can both. It's a hard journey. To, obviously, yeah. how can we're both parents, myself and you, Katie? We can't, mm-hmm. That's the unimaginable thing. Uh, Andrea's been through that. And she's so strong to yeah, come on the so, show. So like, how do you hold two feelings? How can you, because this is what she did struggle with. Like, I can't have fun because I feel guilt. That's not what I'm meant to do because I'm meant to be grieving. But now you can be both sad and grieving and have moments of fun, have connect with my, you know, connect with children and family and life. And for Andrea, it's like, it's like we're coming into spring. It's a blossoming. Yeah. It's a slow blossoming that needs we seen her smile last night which yeah. is so lovely Lo- so, so, lovely. so nice to see her smile and it that blossoming and uh, nurture uh, needs gentle nurturance because she said last night oh sometimes i step back and i feel lazy and mm. i think no don't that's not lazy sometimes we just have to step back and we have to heal and we have to pause and we have to regroup and regather and that's okay yeah, that, when you said that last night, I was nodding because I could really relate to Andrea uh, as well because some days you have your lazy days and sometimes it's okay to say well, that you want not to stay lazy. in. That's the thing, Katie. Yeah. And they're not lazy. They're not lazy days. They're days that we just are recuperating, that we need to reset, that we need yeah. to refresh and recharge. 
So we don't need to name or name it. You put negative labels on those days. Everybody needs days where they need to recharge and reset. I need those days, and I don't call myself mm-hmm. lazy. I just say this is a day that I need to recharge and reset. Yeah. Um. Obviously, Lorraine then, um, incredibly busy mom. Uh. Uh, three lovely children. There's some, uh, exams going on in the house at the moment. There's a new school build, very busy school, nearly 400 pupils, a desh school, very disadvantaged. Um, uh, quite a deal, Lorraine, is, and we looked at the whole area of stress and mm. being overwhelmed and stress and burnout and just trying to hit the pause button a little bit um, and it's a reminder that self-care, that we can't pour from an empty cup and that Lorraine needs to take just a moment to step back. We looked at a whole area of mindfulness-based stress reduction and MDSR, which is an evidence-based program to look at stress management. And Lorraine is focusing a little bit more time on herself, setting healthier boundaries, having two work phone and a home phone, because what happened was work was invading our house, like in terms of yeah. up all night, looking at emails, stuff like that. And um, well, Lorraine, it's uh, slowly, slowly, but really incrementally getting there in terms of setting healthy boundaries. And it's a message for us all in life. Yeah. How healthy are our boundaries? Are they enmeshed? Are they too distant? Or are they just in that, what we call the Goldilocks zone, where uh, just about right? So um, uh, having ensure that we've because uh, for Lorraine too and Lorraine's lovely mum is with her as well and uh, and great support of husband and, uh, with uh, um, so so it's really about finding that balance and that sweet spot and that's always a movable feast when you have young kids and family and stuff like that but for Lorraine it's that journey towards finding uh, a way of managing all the demands and you know, OT, as you know, is a big demand on mm. people. So um, incredible that the Lorraine, again, is on track, successfully moving around stress management and stuff. And, yeah, because the first conversation I had with Lorraine, she wanted to find a happy medium between work and family life. So yeah. at least he's on the right road to getting that now. On the right road, yeah. And then finally, with Stephanie, who is... A, woo, a bundle of love, Stephanie. <laughs> and a bundle of joy and a bundle of uh, incredible. But underneath that bundle was a lot of fear and anxiety. Mm. What you see is sort of uh, someone that puffs out their chest, but inside quite um, have it. Certainly, there was a lot of health anxiety there, and I suppose that was the big focus for the psychological work with Steph- Stephanie, as where it was obviously Lorraine was around stress management for Andrea. It was around healing for mm. Thomas. It was around. Uh, just getting balance for Marie it was around self-acceptance and for Stephanie is around the whole area of health anxiety so we had a very specific focus there engaged in uh, cognitive behavioral CBT approach what she's thinking her beliefs her beliefs that her heart is faulty so we really tested out those beliefs um, and uh, and tried to uh, and over time and like Stephanie's really embraced the whole process she's two young kids really incredible really Little, uh, yeah, to she's doing. Uh, and to be able to do that um do, do operation transformation with very young kids is quite a challenge you know that katie 
It's and so hard. You need all the support in there with Brian as well. So fair play to him. And uh, and really, Stephanie is trying to an incredible coach. She's like a UFB qualified coach in soccer. I mean, if I was in any like FAI, I'd be going, this is the girl I want to get yeah. women back in sport, hard to reach group, whether it's rugby, soccer, football, because yeah. she's a natural coach in all different codes. This is like keeping women women in sport, young girls in sport, hard to reach groups, inner city groups, all the different areas that Stephanie would be, I would run to her straight away and I'd be getting her involved in all these different things. So that's where we're at, Katie. Uh, in terms of you, you've watched the show. What's been different for you this year? It's it's been so lovely watching it now, and I know exactly what, how the leaders are go, what they're going through. I suppose, but to see, I feel like I'm on their journey as well because I feel like I was saying to the guys, I feel like their big sister because I feel like I was on the journey too. But I've learned so much this year as well, and I think the main thing was that it can be it's relatable, and I've related to every single leader in different ways, though. Yeah, and what do you, no, it's what, been amazing. What advice would you give them now, Porsche? Okay. That's kind of the big one now, isn't it? Because it's kind of like a come down from the whole eight weeks. So I would really say to them is look out for support. Reach out. Everyone is there for them. And just kind of find find their thing, which is what it could be anything. Swimming, running, dancing, soccer, whatever. But once you're happy, I think, in yourself and you want to do well, that was the advice I kind of would give yeah. them them guys. And we, I know we did some aftercare and the uh, leaders will be going into the aftercare programme. And they still have access to us and that we'll still be providing that active ongoing support for the leaders as well. Do you think that aftercare program was helpful? Really was helpful. And I'm a year down the line and I can't imagine my life without OT where I'd be. So I'm so grateful. And like we're always going to be involved in each other's lives for the next 10 or 15 years, hopefully. So it's so nice that we're, we're one big family. We really are. Well, as I always say to all the leaders, regardless of when they leave aftercare, that we still have... Uh, they still can con- contact me. They were still available. We're still there to support them because you've given so much. All the leaders give so much each year. And we're so thankful for that, Katie, because particularly for me, from this mental health, psychology, mental well-being point of view, having these uh, mental health conversations is not something that people want to do openly per se all the time. And we're breaking down barriers, operational transformation when it comes to mental health. So listen, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for... Eddie, thank you so much. And I just want to say, every former leader I met up with, they couldn't thank you enough and how good you've been for for them as well. So thanks so much to yourself. It's lovely to hear. Take care. See you, Eddie. Bye-bye. Bye now. So that's all from us here at the OT Podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this year's series and hope to be back soon with more chats with former leaders and experts about how OT changed people's lives. See you soon. The podcast has been amazing. It really has. It's been really, it's been really like educational. I've learned so much from former leaders, even how life is after five or six years down the line. And it shows that we're going to have good days, good bad days. And like, it's okay to pick yourself up and admit it as well. So I can't thank the leaders, former leaders this year. It's been really life changing for me to connect with them and the support from them has been amazing as well. If you'd like to get in touch, please send an email or a voice note to optranpodcast at gmail.com. 